Okay, now I'm back, guys. You know, I just sent this post out on Twitter and, you know, got some feedback and all that. And <clears throat> a lot of people was like, you know what? It's all drugs. All things that people can get addicted to can make you like that. And I said, you know what? You're right. Some people that do smoke weed would do anything for weed and, and wouldn't care for anything but weed. But you know what? I'm like, you know what? Why is that? Why is when certain fixes that people get destroy their life? Why is that people are out there smoking K2 and doing all kinds of drugs, being homeless, when they can use that money to get a crib? I be thinking about the homeless people that be all drugged up or K2'd up or, or alcoholed up on 125th Street and 116th Street and on Broadway where I'm by my, by my house sometimes. And I'm like, you know what? If these people all was, they all, they are their own community. So put their money together, they can have their own building. Instead of sitting out here, smoking and getting arrested and just bordering around the whole neighborhood because they drugged up. Now, it took a lot of me, because I'm talking about this, it took a lot of me to take about take action about what my brother was doing and my other brother was doing. Mind you, they're both old, a year older than me. So I figured that, I'm like, yo, you smoking K2, you can't be around me, my nigga. I don't really care what's going on in your life. If you doing K2, bro, you need to go to the left. That's what I told that nigga. But... Niggas, niggas don't even understand shit like so when they in that state they gotta get you know a little space so they can come back to reality because it don't make no sense that if you doing all this kind of damage to yourself and damage to your family that your family should even stay around you like that I well not not all the time but I'm just saying sometimes it takes family to get people on the up and up and know that that's not for them. What you should be doing is way better for your life and your health. And that's my main concern about certain shit, like all this stuff that people are addicted to, even if it's not a drug per se, do they have real control over what they doing to their self and their body and their life? Like, it don't make no sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. It don't make no sense that, you know, all, all, all these people that are older too. It's not young people that I see all the time that's on drugs like that. You know, there is young people they out here partying and stuff like that. But there's a lot of, you know, people in their 40s and 50s and shit that already went through the motions. So it's like, what, 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 what can you do at that point in your life and turn shit around? Because once you get into something really heavy and you already burned bridges and you didn't use all your support and resources and now you just a part of the system and the system don't really give a fuck about you. You just a number or a bed or another head for them to get a check from the, from the government or the state. Like, I don't understand why zombie land for the last three years to me has been like zombie land in the neighborhoods the ghetto communities, the gentrified communities of New York City, how it's zombie land in certain parts. This is fucking Harlem. It shouldn't be zombie land nowhere near Harlem. This is a fucking, everywhere around Harlem is almost a landmark in every direction. There's a landmark. But nobody 
that is of <clears throat> nobody of that from that time frame. If you may, if really pay attention to all the crackheads and all the drug addicts and people that are homeless walking around, these are the people that was in Harlem when Harlem wasn't even gentrified. So even when they started doing drugs and, and crack and all that crazy shit in the 80s and shit, shit wasn't even like it was back then. It was only a certain area. So we got we to gotta be mindful about, you know, our ancestors and our elders and how they running around. And we got to learn off their mistakes. Because if we don't learn off their mistakes, we're going to be the same people in that zombie land. And I ain't, I'd be damned if I'm going to live near another one. I'm trying to move. I'm trying to move in a part of New York where I don't see nobody begging, nobody running around doing anything strange for some change just to get a fix. Now, I know this is not one of my more outlandish and outrageous, you know, segments, but I'm just realizing more shit about this shit is that if you go around, if you are a resident of New York City and you go around this city and you see for yourself that there is... In different areas of the city, this is where these people I call zombie land people are. And them niggas is not downtown by nobody brownstone or downtown Brooklyn by those townhouses or in Jamaica estates by nobody's fucking mini mansion. They over here by the projects in the neighborhoods where they sell cigarettes for cheap and in downtown you don't even see K2 in the store unless you near maybe Port Authority or something like that or 34th Street. I doubt you're going to see anywhere unless you're in a ghetto neighborhood that they sell K2 or Four Locos. Now, I, I know that the white community definitely gets hit with, with like drug addiction and stuff like that, but most of those white people, they got so many chances to get their shit together. Like, they got more opportunities than us because the system is made for them. And I was listening to a segment from another podcast on Anchor here. I forgot the name of it, but I was listening to it because I listen. I take my time and listen to a lot of people's segments, so I can't really remember what the name of the podcast was. But it was definitely on here on Anchor. And what was crazy was that um, the guy he was saying basically like you know homeless people, white homeless people, and black homeless people is two different things. Just the same thing as how. Black drug addicts and white drug addicts are two different, two different breeds. You know, they can actually afford. Maybe their family can afford to send them to rehab or send them somewhere to detox. You, 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 black or Hispanic or minority or middle or middle class or below, as in the minority community, you're not getting sent to no rehab. The most things that are happen. The only way you gonna get to rehab is if you go get locked up for drug addiction or a drug charge after they slap that wrist that the cuffs on your ribs and then send you to the jail and then they make you sit there for maybe a year or nine months they made sixty thousand dollars they fine with you they throw you back in the street and hope you come back because that's called the revolving door and they fix that system just like how that man was talking about on his podcast i will shout you out when i find your name though and he was saying the same thing I'm saying, only we're talk- he's talking about homeless people, I'm talking about drug addicts. And how you can tell the difference between the two. And now that's going to be the conclusion part of my podcast. Please give me feedback. 
If you got good things to say, bad things to say, still say it. It's all made for good conversation and entertainment.